We're now recording. Yay. All right. So last time the group had uh, recovered from their fight with that mysterious black figure in the lower levels of the uh, ancient temple. And while well, I finished your investigation of the rest of the lower level, um, you found things like a torture chamber and a dungeon. And then there was a lavish living area and entertainment quarters. Um, and there was where within the master bed chamber, you found a silver tabby that revealed itself to have uh, black reptilian hindquarters and wings. And I promptly named this little dragon kitty Lyle. And um, Zook must be best friends. Uh, the group then went back above to look for Nastas or unable to find them, um, even despite the fact that Winifred had attempted to contact them by a spell work. Um, eventually, Winifred was able to reach out, or thought to reach out to the village uh, where she learned that Sheer, who was Nastas's friend that had um, gone to school and traveled then research with them before uh, she decided to leave academia had also disappeared on that same night. Um, the mayor requested that you guys come back. So you made your journey back to the village. On the way back, um, one night you woke up and one of your horses was missing and then the night uh, the monkeys came for more food. And then you guys discovered that this big horde of monkeys that was getting bigger and bigger um, that that had been feeding were actually partially feeding themselves as well, but also gathering food to help uh, satiate the enormous appetite of their little brother, who was a giant allosaurus. Uh, things were tense for a minute because he wanted to eat the other horse, uh, but he was eventually convinced to leave the whole group and their animals alone. Um, and then you guys were able to finish the rest of your journey back to the village where you went to the mayor's house to kind of discuss missing people and what's going on. It almost sounded like things got tense because we didn't want to share our other horse with him. Well, you shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's definitely his point of view. I think we'd share. Um, and was it our speculation or canonical that um, Anastas and Sheer were in a college relationship? Um, it has not been confirmed in story, but like it was a thing. Okay. It's speculation that has not been confirmed by Anastas, though they have been denied. <laughs> are denied. Picked up on the vibes. Mm hmm. Sheer trolled in only the way that an ex could. So are we mm -hmm. at the are we at the mayor's house or are we on yes. our way? Uh, unless you guys want to be on your way. You want um, to do something before you got there. No. Yeah. So you guys are brought in, um, kind of into that same area where you had the dinner before, though um it's not as done up. There's just basically a thing on table for people to talk around. Um already there is your friend Reggie Bart Riddle as well as another individual that you haven't met before. Um, she's a half elf uh, with short brown hair that's a little longer in front than in the back. And the tips of which are dyed uh, bright green. But you have not met this individual before. 
And then we should be waiting for the mayor to show up. What do you guys want to do? Hi, I'm Sue. Who are you? She looks at you and she goes, uh, I'm Fetus. I am the lead druid. Oh, um, can I talk to you about something? Sure. Of course. Uh, yeah. I think that's why we're all here. So there's this family of monkeys, okay? And the group that they have just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And I think they followed us most of the way back to the village, but they also have a dinosaur with them, and they're all very hungry. I, you know what? I, I, I've, heard, I've heard murder. I'm not even going to... Yeah. Um, so I assume you're concerned about this dinosaur-having group of monkeys? Well, I just want to make sure that we can, like, set them up so that they could get food so that they don't end up eating any of their brothers because they're family now, so. That was interesting. Um, yeah, I will reach out. Uh, Istra, yes, um, perhaps some of the druids and rangers can work together to try to handle this uh, family and make sure that they get all along all right and if you guys need any help it's all dex fault so he'll be sure to help <laughs> i think we'll be able to handle it from here but uh thank you especially for bringing this to our attention we don't want any of our stores raided deck does not reply he's just kind of wandering he's just looking around like not being trying to act like he's not guilty <laughs> <laughs> So you're not sitting down, you're just wandering around the table and stuff? No, I'm sorry, I'm just kind okay. of looking around like, you know, I don't know what you're <laughs> talking about. <laughs> Anyone else want to do anything before, or say anything before the mayor comes in? Okay, so uh, Mayor Andastra makes his way uh, in from the further back into the house. Um, with him is his assistant, well, I can't remember the guy's name, Bertrand, who has like a notebook and comes and sits to the left of the mirror to take notes during this. And the mayor kind of looks at all of you, a little wryly, but also like, um, you can tell that he is a bit troubled by the fact that not only one, but two people have disappeared kind of under his own watch. And he looks at you and goes, well, I hear you've had quite an adventure on your way out to the temple. It's been, it's had its ups and downs. Eventful. Actually, of course, that Anastas is missing. Do you mind filling me in on anything else that you think is particularly important? So there's this family of monkeys. And an un, and a, and some sort of uh, powerful flying man who's next to some sort of crazy skeleton that's not like anything we've ever seen before. Well, we killed the skeleton as much as you can kill a skeleton. But the flying man got away. Um, like a flying man like our friend Zook here, or way less cool. <laughs> Well, much much less cool, more aggressive, Way much more less powerful. friendly. Yes. Hey. 
What I mean is very threatening presence. Naturally able to fly or some sort of No, no, he was using some sort of magical levitation. Okay. Yeah, he was slow. He was a slow flyer. Probably cheats. And fear that he was squatting in the temple. We've never heard of anyone being there beyond those that we sent from Jakarta before. We seem to uncover an access point. When we spoke with some of the other members of the research team, it was an area of the temple that Anastas hadn't seemingly accessed before. Uh, it was in this lower levels. It almost appeared like you used to be a much grander space. This also reminds me, do you have a legal notary? <laughs> no, I can't say that we do. And you as a man. don't have much use for that out here. But you guys do research out here and you are no. home base for a research expedition. Allow researchers to come in and out. Usually they handle all that stuff when they get back to wherever they came from. Richie, you got to have something for this, right? You you can't just be inventing out here and not have any way to patent. Um, well, uh, so it's kind of for the good of, we don't, we don't patent, I, I've never patented anything, especially since coming, well, since coming out here, before, before I patented it, things are tried to, but, you know, it's hard. Yeah, yeah. But no, I don't. We just, it's a community. Well, yeah, but don't you ever look at this stuff and think, hey, what if I could send this to other places that are like this that could help it be better? And if you didn't patent it, then maybe some other people would try to copy your design and sell it for more so that wasn't helpful as much as it could be. Because I'll send, a, I'll, I'll make sure once we find an Austis that he sends you guys a patent person and a legal notary. The mayor goes, uh, yes, that we appreciate your efforts. You see Zook pull out like a little notebook and take about eight minutes writing down, send legal notary. <laughs> but anyway, um, we didn't notice anything overt when Anastas disappeared. There wasn't any sort of explosion or magical creature or our finger, uh, you know, big hand from the sky coming down and picking them up. Uh, was there anything here in town when Sheer disappeared? Any disturbance or anything out of the ordinary? Uh, nothing at all from their response. Um, Shear's apprentice parish was at her home. They're having a lesson. Uh, and apparently she just disappeared mid-sentence. Did they say what time it was around? Because we lost an Ostis in the middle of the night when the rest of us were sleeping. And we were just curious if it was a similar timeline. You actually lost him while you guys were exploring just before dinner. Oh. And, Did they uh, disappear just before dinner time? Because uh, we were. <laughs> and the goes, yeah, it was just before dinner. She was actually about to out in the middle of asking Parrish if he was going to stay for food or if he was going to head home after the lesson. Has anyone interviewed Parrish? Extensively. He's um he, he's about as helpful as he typically is. If you remember, Parrish is the individual who came to play 
for your uh, initial dinner with the mayor and you met him running out the door because he forgot his instrument and that's why you met Cheers that she had come to bring it. Do we want to talk to the pair? Should we, do you think we should would benefit at all talking to them or do you think that that's probably If you feel like you would. Um, all right, well, ahead. we'll hit him for some good cop, bad cop. See what he knows. That sounds like a great plan. Um, so I think for now, the only people that appear to have disappeared are those that have you know, a history of spending time, extensive amounts of time uh, in that temple. How much time did she, I, I, I don't think I realized that she explored the temple with the Gnostis. Um, was that before she quit academia or after? That was uh, before. They had been done at least three expeditions out there, each for about a week before she left. Or I guess came here. Yeah, she said she fell in love with this town and enjoyed being friends with Reggie. And then I looked directly at Reggie. <laughs> Reggie, completely good. Like, thumbs up. <laughs> is, um, is there anyone else that you're aware of who would have had similar exposure? There were others uh, that maybe went on one or two trips down here with uh, Sharon and Anastas back in those days. Anyone uh, shady? I wasn't mayor at the time. I don't recall their names. I was actually doing my own traveling for most of those years. Do you know if there's anyone we could talk to about the people they used to go with and see if there's anyone that sticks out that was maybe traveling with them that was kind of a butthead? Um, you could, uh, you could also perhaps see if you find anything like that in, uh, Shear's home. We did some looking ourselves, but we hadn't thought to look into anything from that time. Hmm. Uh, for now, though, when the mayor sits back and crosses his arms, I think and um, some of my advisors here have agreed with me that we should cut off travel to the temple for now. Um, seems especially hearing that there's people or person, dangerous person, who's been in and out while nobody else has been there. Uh, we think that's the best that we avoid the area in the foreseeable future until we find some answers here, at least. Well, all I can say is the Gnostis will immediately go back to the temple when he gets back, and I don't think he'll be talked out of it. They'll be talked out of it. Well, hopefully when the Gnostis comes back, we'll have some answers that will make it at least safer for people to go there and figure out what may be happening. Gotcha. I was just saying, because if we find them and then they come here first and then they want to go find the answers and they think they might be at the temple, then they would want to go to the temple and then we might not have the answers yet. Yeah. 
That's true. We'd have to know that they came back. I guess there's no knowing even where they, well, where, we don't know where they are. There's no knowing where they'll pop back up again if they ever do. What do you mean if they all ever do? We don't know what they're doing. We don't know what's happened. Got to keep positive. Got to be practical. Well, I pretty much go with this conversation. See you later. You know, beacon of sunshine, this guy, huh? And I kind of walk out. <laughs> Mayor, thank you so much for your time. Um, if you hear anything, please let us know. Of course. And same for you. If you would. We'll continue our investigations here. And you can, of course, do what you want or have free reign within the village. It's always open to our guests. Um, though if you do decide to look anywhere else, please let us know before you depart. Of course, of course. Wouldn't, wouldn't dream of, of, uh, of disappearing ourselves. Um, then I will speak with you all later. Um, it's good that we're on similar pages. You though it would have been nicer to be able to find some answers in our conversations. Agreed. Agreed. I guess that was a little too much to hope for, though. Can I roll an inside check? Is this uh is he throwing shade <laughs> at us? <laughs> He's not meant to. <laughs> Got a 15. Yeah, you can roll inside. 15. He got me up and up. He just seems a little disappointed that, though, a little disappointed, though, not that he was really expecting a whole lot. He knew the mysterious circumstances kind of going into it under which Bullshear <laughs> and Anastas disappeared. Okay. It was just like, was I, expected to, to I expected to get answers from you, and we're like, well, we tried our best. <laughs> oh, no. He said he was hoping to get some answers, but or that together you guys could find some answers is kind of what he was I was trying to get at. <laughs> and maybe if story A and story B were put together, they could line up, and there would be something that one side couldn't see by itself. That'd be nice. But this isn't a story. This is real life. So unfortunately, <laughs> real life is always a bit more messy than that. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So you guys uh, head out on Do your I, way? Can, can I what? roll a perception check for Parrish? <laughs> um, um, exiting the building? <laughs> yeah, sure. That is a 19. He's not out there. It's late. It's dark. He's probably inside. His home. All right. Do I see my friends coming out now? Uh, yeah. You see some of them. Deck on your way out, I want you to roll a perception check. 10 plus 4, 14. Okay. Um, on your way out, as you pass behind, um, uh, Fadus, you can see there's a familiar brand on the back of her neck. Same brand that I have? Mm-hmm. 
Which character was that one? Where's the druid? Thetis, you said? Mm -hmm. Sorry, I'm But she's a, she and Reggie are talking along with the mayor. Just kind of a general, a little bit about, uh, you know, this is appearances, but also general. Um, there's a little bit about disappearances, but also talking about kind of what they're going to do. They need to like go out and look for this uh, <laughs> band of monkeys and dinosaur. If they're just going to like keep an eye out for it and deal with it if they have to or what. Yeah, I just take note of it, but don't say anything. Cool. All righty, so you guys all meet outside of the mayor's house. I would like to grab deck. So deck, while I was walking out, I heard something interesting. Did you happen to catch that as well? What was that? Was that we like... have free reign to the town as the mayor's guests. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I just can't help but feel like that opens the door to a ton of possibilities. Count me in. What do you want to do? I don't know. I've never had free reign. <laughs> <laughs> well, first, we got a good cop, bad cop, parish. And since we have free reign, it doesn't really matter that it's 11 o'clock. We should go find his house. Okay. In reason. Free reign within reason. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remind myself for that. Sounds good. But I think for any night like this, we got to have some fun first. So let's go get some alcohol. I'm down. That makes the cop stuff way funner. <laughs> All right. Where'd you guys go for alcohol? Oh, uh, the the right? I guess. What'd you say, Connor? There's that in we stayed at last time, right? For the oh, yeah. day we, we were here. In, uh, private rooms, but it, it was well stocked. There was like a, a, a little like wet bar in it. All right. Is that where we're expecting to stay again? Is there a more public bar so we could like shenanigan with? Um, locals? in that with witnesses. <laughs> in that like trade, or sorry, that shop, the barter shop, there was also like kind of like an old timey like soda. Fountain as far around the side of where you check out. Um, though there's alcohol served there, not not alcoholic. Hi, Hardy. We're gonna go to the Shoda alcohol stand. You want to come? I mean, after everything, it wouldn't hurt to unwind a little. Yeah, we'll we'll get some drinks. We'll scare Parrish into telling us everything he knows. It'll be fun. Well, okay. So that last part. <laughs> Maybe we work through some of that on the way. We workshop it a little. Yeah, okay. you know, they say you can catch more flies with honey than vinegar. So maybe we talk to Parrish nicely and see. Hmm. Sounds fair. Are we approaching the, uh, what's it called? The drink place? Yeah. I'm going to yes. walk up and immediately go to the bartender and go, do you have anything with honey in it? Yeah, he pulls out a big, like, basket bottle of mead. I was like, yeah, precisely made out of honey. Zook kind of looks at that, looks at Dai, smiles, looks back at that, looks back at Dai, and smiles again. 
like kind of nods excitedly. Uh, yes, I think that might be the ticket. Can I buy someone? Dai says, looking concernedly towards Hardy, <laughs> back at D or back at Zook, and then concernedly at Hardy again. <laughs> I guess a good sunny. <laughs> I suppose better than going in and scaring the poor person. You're like, do you want a glass or? I buy like a big jar so I could have some on it's, other times, um, and then it's a also bartering, right? Yes. Everything so. is burning. He goes, uh, well, yeah. I mean, this is he puts kind of like back with all the other bottles of um sort of like where the kegs are and everything of the alcohol that he serves within there. Um, and then he kind of points back in the corner of the store. There's where you guys got the bottle that you brought to the mayor's house. There's a bunch of like more um more portable <laughs> alcohols over there. So yeah, you can pick something out there, check out, or sit and have a drink or whatever you want to do. Oh, that's right. They don't use currency in this town, right? It's like more of a barter. Could I trade you um, a healing elixir for um, two of those little bottles of the honey mead and a round of drinks for my friends and me? And I will also give you a cup of coffee. That's really good. So oh. that you could stay up and run your business longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, I only stay here for another maybe half of an hour and then I leave for the day, but the store stays open. You can stay and drink. I'll also give your friend a cup of coffee then who comes over to take over. Oh, nobody That's... takes over. Oh. Which is very trusting. Okay. But then how will I know if I'm trading you enough stuff for what I want to get? You're good for it. If you get very rowdy, I'm sure that you'll leave something else behind. Okay. If not, then we just have a little less for everyone else. Well, I did technically trade you something worth about 50 gold, so I think I should be good for drinking today. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't seem to have any problem with it. You're right, you are good for it, but he's just kind of giving you further information about how the way things work. Yeah, I was just thinking, I was like, what did I trade again? I was like, oh yeah, I gave him a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> Oh, here, then here, I pull out my little flask of endless coffee and I pour it for him. I go, here, it's really good. It's magic. That's great. Where did you get that? Um, I think I found it in this temple that we were just at. You did. You got it from the... Uh, oh, okay. Interesting. I'll have to... Uh, See if I can put some feelers out. There's anything like that in any of our training rounds. Yeah, it was just, I think it was a temple for that had some monks, and they were like, you know, it'd be the best if we could always have coffee. And they were right, because that's how you should definitely do monking and studying lots of coffee. You definitely need coffee to study here. So I've heard I've never been much of a studier myself, but you know, sheer comes in and out a lot. 
Shir's ex-boyfriend or ex-partner was teaching me how to read and stuff. And that's why I got that's why I think this will be super helpful. That is good. Um, yeah. What would you say your name was again? Yeah, a name somewhere. Um oh, no, he never had a name. Uh his name is Barry. <laughs> well, Barry, it's a pleasure to meet you. And if you want, when you're off in a half an hour, you could have one, one of these little meads with us. Barry, oh. it's, a, it's a shame you didn't win that Emmy this year. You really deserved it. <laughs> you gotta get back home to, you know, the messes and the kids. But I appreciate it. Maybe next time. Maybe you could have a walk me down because you did say kids. Yes. Well, you unusually put the kids to bed and then they're drinking. Ah, so maybe a coffee walk me down so you have the energy to put the kids down. (laughs) (laughs) And I made to sleep, not down like, you know. Oh, I assumed. (laughs) Okay. That that would have been a very weird turn in our conversation. And I might have to uh, excuse ourselves from (laughs) continuing it. I thought otherwise. Nope. We promise we're very nice. If your town never gets attacked by anything and we're here, we'll totally fight to help you guys. Thanks. You're pretty decently defended, but always appreciated. Well, there's also, uh, don't spread the rumor too much to alarm people, but we were at that temple and we found some weirdo and he was flying. So he could pretty much, well, I could fly and I could go pretty much anywhere. So if he can fly, he could go a lot of places. Yes, yeah, so we wouldn't want to spread, spread a panic or anything. <laughs> hey, this is Barry. Barry's cool. <laughs> Very like, yes, cool. Very cool. Um, but Barry, I need you to be cool about this. You did say you had kids. I understand if you'd be a little extra concerned, but you gotta be cool so it's not a panic. Just I want you to notice you could lock your windows, lock your doors. You know. Have you told anyone else about this uh, mysterious person? The mayor and Reggie and them. So I'm sure that they'll have Ooh. like the people who are like the druids and the rangers on guard. So it should be safer too. So don't worry too much, um, but just... Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it's going to be well handled. And you know, yeah. it's about my pay, right? What am I going to do? Throw some bottles at them? I mean, better than nothing. Well, that'd be a waste of bottles. And if you hit them right in the noggin. You know what? I'll, I'll keep an extra heavy one around just in case. For home defense. Mm-hmm. Maybe also like a big stick. Always works. I have a big stick. I use it for walking. Do you want to use it for bonking? If someone breaks into your house? No, I think, you know, that points in the corner, there's a whole bunch of like walking sticks and staffs. That is not magical. And it's like, I think I got it covered. But thank you. I'll trade you. One for one. And then we could just because we're friends now. Uh, yeah, if you see any in the corner that you like better than the one you have. No, I want to trade you for one that you like because we're friends. And then I could be like, hey, this is my friend Barry staff. And he has mine because we're friends. Wait, I, I don't understand what you're trying to say. <laughs> you want to trade him your staff. Wait, what? <laughs> I mean, he technically owns everything in the bill and can use it as he wants to until he trades it to somebody else or something. It's else. like um, it's like BFF necklaces. They each- yeah. 
Exactly. BFF necklaces, but staff. You should break your staff in half and give so him. You want to give him anything. your staff, and then he gives you a staff. So you can think about him fondly in the future. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, he goes, all right. And he kind of walks over and looks around and he um, pulls out a staff that's made with like this kind of um, uh, this dark brown wood that has like tinges of green running through it. And he goes, uh, here you go, Zook. Happy friendship staff day. Thanks, Barry. And I trade on mine. He kind of looks over at you, Diane Hardy. Um, at this point, do we have alcohol? If so, dies like halfway through their drink and very quickly nearing the bottom of it as this exchange. Yeah, uh, he kind of been serving you guys what you wanted as he was talking to Zook. Um, he goes, you want another one, uh, Diane? Please. <laughs> um, so, uh, Barry, uh, Zook, is the friendship, is the happy new friend staff day ceremony complete? Can we? I think so. Yeah. Barry, do you happen to know where Parrish lives? Um, yeah, and he kind of gives you quick directions you have to go like further a little bit further into the uh village and then up to like the second level of one of the uh trees and he's like a red house with a or a red hut kind of with a gray roof and in that area that looks like it very i asked you do you know if anybody that do you know anyone that lives on that second level up in the trees yeah no everyone Okay, would you say they'd be very particularly surprised if someone exploded through their window because they were on an elevated floor and would perhaps be more motivated to speak to such an individual for causing them surprise in such a way? Um, well, we don't have doors that lock, so you could just go in a door. <clears throat> no, the door is locked. But don't you I'm think on, it kind of lacks like a... The bathroom's a lock. But don't you think if I just walk in the front door that lacks like a presence, like a zing, you know? Like a I mean, you can like kick it up. Like, I mean, you don't want to hurt the door, obviously. So you can kind of like slowly and quietly turn the knob and kick it in really hard. True, true. That doesn't break, but it makes it a loud bump. I don't know why, but when you said we don't lock our doors, for some reason, I just pictured like bead curtains as front doors. I don't know why. <laughs> no, they're doors. They, you know, people. Little creators from coming inside. Probably a good idea. Mm -hmm. All right, Barry. Well, I hope you get home nice and safe to your kids. Remember, scary flying people. Keep an eye out. (laughs) Parenting tips with Zook. Head on a swivel. Barry is he's still pretty relaxed, but he's you can tell he's getting a little more nervous with you (laughs) the more we talk. Are you maybe you don't notice, but uh, we, we definitely do. Barry <laughs> at the soda bar became my best friend. All right. So, um, another new friend for Zook. And uh, Leos, do you guys, how long do you guys stay? Do you want to stay like a little bit later and more uh, likely to scare uh, 
Parish or? Well, I think we should, before we go talk to Parish, I think we should um, kind of gather up the wagons and figure out exactly what our strategy is. Uh, what what do we... So rather, rather, that... rather than breaking into Parish's house with a basketball full of mead, perhaps... <laughs> We challenge him to a drinking competition. I like it. I mean, innovative. Let's go grab a bunch of mead and bring it over to their place and challenge them to a drinking competition. Well, we did get these two basketballs of mead for that drink I gave them and the stuff. So we could use the mead for it. Um. All right, Deck, let's go. I run off with Zook, <laughs> grabbing as much beer and alcohol as I can with me. So, I don't want to scare him too much, so we should probably be really quiet when we go in in case he's sleeping and get all the way to him and then, like, cover his mouth so he doesn't yell or anything. Okay. wake okay. him up. <laughs> okay. I think I got it. So, I got to be stealthy. So, I turn into, I use wallet shape and turn into uh, Black Panther. <laughs> this, this won't scare him, right? <laughs> You can't talk as a panther. <laughs> That's perfect. You'll <laughs> you'll blend into the shadows. <laughs> and and you can just when we go in, I'll cover his mouth and you just lay right on top of him and look him square in the eyes, and then we'll try to communicate to him to stay quiet. Yep. Uh, brush up against Zook and be like in an improving manner. I give Dex shoulder scratches in an unapproving manner that our plan is going to be excellent. <laughs> Can I roll a stealth check? <laughs> I need to roll a stealth check as well. Yes, both of you roll a stealth check. Stealth um, for... Die Hardy, what are you doing as they run off? I've been try- I'm trying to figure that out. I, I feel like they just I've... dashed out of the bar and I'm like... The panther running out of the bar and I feel like Hardy and Die are still sitting there like, what... <laughs> Uh, I, what, what just happened? I'm. <laughs> Dude, we should follow them, right? Die just bottoms their drink and sets it on the table and says, Yeah, I, I reckon we should. I would like to note that in their hesitation, I rolled a 22 on my stealth check. <laughs> my, my track and eyes open. Look out the door and they're just gone. <laughs> I said, well, thankfully, thankfully, we, we we overheard where Barry sent them for the directions. So, yeah. um, I, as as we're walking over, I, I look at you, Hardy, and I say, were they? I don't know what the stealth plus stealth for a panther is, though. I'm minus plus three, but assuming a black panther, I I can do. Uh, creature rating. I'm low, druid level it's seven, up. so I can match. Stealth plus six. Stealth plus, yeah, six. plus six. Is it one half? Is it one half creature rating? The equivalent well, of normal creature one rating. quarter. One, no, one half. Yeah, one so one. it's less than that, so you can. Yeah, yeah, you can be a panther. Okay. So then instead of 15 plus three, it's 15 plus six, so 21. Nice. Okay, and then Chris, what were you saying? Um, I say, uh, Hardy, were they always so um, spontaneous in your travels? Or 
well, Deck, I'm not so sure, but Zook, yeah, this is this is pretty. We're batting a hundred on this one. <laughs> you know, oh. the game of that has <laughs> that as a oh, reference yeah. here in our world. Oh yeah, fantasy baseball. I'm acquainted. <laughs> You call it fantasy baseball. <laughs> yeah, nothing like fantasy baseball, but it's a different fantasy baseball. Oh yeah, I guess yeah. I guess fantasy baseball exists in the real world. <laughs> I say you know fantasy baseball, not the statistics game, but the one that they play with you know, ye old bats and such. <laughs> but yes, uh, Zook is. It's uh, the va- vampire's favorite sport, I hear. Yes, uh, Zook is a uh, excitable and uh, full of ideas. Um, do you think he's going to murder poor Parrish? I don't. I I want to say no. I feel like your hesitation I, speaks volumes. <laughs> I think he'll get there and he'll want to scare him a bit. Maybe I'm not sure why, but we'll find out. Well, with that, we will. Um, I believe the mayor is going to regret saying that who could have free reign to the city. I have a hunch the mayor will more carefully measure his words in the future. <laughs> Lessons learned. Well, shall we go try to prevent a murder? <laughs> so as we approach, are the lights on in Parrish's house? No. All right, Deck, we got this. We're going to sneak right in. So be well. Where, wait, where'd you go? And since we're both at twenty-one and twenty-two, we're very, very hidden. <laughs> <laughs> you just hear meow, 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 meow. Right. I'll, I'll get the doorknob, and you just slide it open from the bottom. You push. I'll push from the top, so it doesn't creak too much. And we'll go real slow, and we'll sneak in. Oh. I use my big paws and gently. All right. Would you open the door real slow. Any, any, any traps or anything happen? <laughs> nope. All right, can I kind of... The city is very trusting. Can I look around and see if anything looks like a bedroom and or Parrish is sleeping on, like, the couch or equivalent of a couch? Uh, roll me a perception check. House flippers. I would like to roll a perception check as well. Natural 20 for 23. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so it looks like the, the front room, you know, lights have been turned off. There's another couple of uh, doors near to the other side of this uh, main area. There's a couch on the couch, or next to the couch is a table with uh, two empty wine glasses. Suk notes that this means that there is potentially another individual, but it's not deterred. (laughs) (laughs) I would like to take a pillow from the couch and look for the bedroom. All right. This reminds me of what back in college when my friends would play Morrowind. And instead of doing anything in the story, they would just break into people's houses and murder them. <laughs> <laughs> Do I following Zook like a shadow in his shadow quietly? Okay. All right. Uh, which store do you choose to go to? All right, Deck, first we'll go through the door on the right. It looks like there's another person here, so we'll have to be extra quiet. And I grab this pillow to stifle the screams so we can make sure he doesn't wake up the other person. Quick quick check of everyone in the room of who thinks Zook's about to walk in on Parish Boning. 
<laughs> Can I listen at the door? I would also like for the record to note that Duncan, who's playing Lyle this session, also agrees with us. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Lyle's just sitting on the um uh the table that you guys walked past and he's got like his little claws over his eyes. <laughs> um there's no sound coming from behind the door that you're uh at. What about the other one? Can I Yeah, roll me a perception check? Shim- shimmy over there. Okay. That one is a ten. Ten? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, there's maybe some, like some scruffling going on on the other side. You're not sure. All right, Doc. I listened by both doors, and I didn't really hear much. So it's a very low chance that there's anything that we're interrupting anything that's going well. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna twist the doorknob, and it sounds like they're awake. So we lost the element of surprise unless. We use the giant panther. So I'm going to kick the door open, and I want you to jump in and let out a big roar. And then I'll follow in, and I'll go, wait, wait, come down, everyone. We just need to talk to Parrish. <laughs> okay. All right. And nod. All right. So I turn the doorknob handle. All right. And regardless of whether or not it turns, I'm going to kick the door and kick it open. All right. <laughs> Hopefully. At this point, the door flies open, and then there's just, you know, two horses screaming on the other side. Uh, what are you doing? That from, the, from a distance, do we I hear this? It. Yeah, I, I oh, you guys gonna... are like out the front door at this point. Oh, oh great. Um. Uh, there's a lot of yelling. What are you doing, Deck? What's your move? Your action? You can't have your action at this point. What's your action? I jump up onto like is it there's a bed or yes. right yes. yeah I yeah absolutely as, as loud as i can doing an intimidation check okay roll an intimidation 14. well okay. 12 plus whatever intimidation for a black panther is uh, um i just want to have it have it known that in I'm, my in my journal notes i wrote Zuka deck do a light b and e and i've crossed out light b and e and i've written home <laughs> invasion <laughs> How, how loud is Yakety Sax playing? Could, can he have advantage because they're very surprised? You guys hear the like growls of a panther and then two sets of voices screaming. Um, and then, um, so plus two for your intimidation, but also I need you, so your panther AC is a 12. So you feel a burning in your side as one of the individuals, you can't tell who really it is because there's sheets and blankets and stuff everywhere, uh, plunges a long dagger into your side and you take uh, 11 points of damage. Does Zook see this? How much help does a black panther have? I can't 13. find it. Uh, 13 hit points. Okay, so I have two left. Uh... <laughs> The soup by chance see the stab. Uh yeah, now it's your turn. So what's your like, action? You know the sound that a cat makes when you step on a cat? <laughs> yeah, I pretty much make that jump away. 
as far as I can to start have running. I, have I had the time to perceive who is in this room? Uh, yeah, you see that the per- individual who stabbed uh, Deck is a young man who's definitely not Parrish. You've met Parrish before. And he is naked and he's jumped out of bed. And Parrish is uh, in the bed next to him, just like white as a sheet. Seems right. very confused as to what's going on. I'm going to go ahead and use the first part of my actions to make an unarmed strike on this young man. Oh, <laughs> Just so you know, Deck has sprinted out. He's running out of the house. But not oh. fatally, but not fatally. I want to aim for non-fatal damage, but I want to make it a stunning strike. <laughs> I feel like Di and I are just outside, like, tentatively, like, oh. Uh, I... Die has no idea what to do. Die is, and that's an eleven to hit on this naked gentleman. <laughs> um, is AC is fifteen, so you do not hit. They're naked? able to like jump. Oh, oh what? Naked. Eleven. Yes, but he's naked. This is AC fifteen, buck ass naked. Because you were very clear. Okay, fine. It's a thirteen because it seems plus two. All right, I have multi attack. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, that person darts away. Darts to the left. As you punch towards the right, it's out of your way. And roll again. I, I, I kind of roll, put a like a lazy punch out for the first one to try to hit him. I see that he like slides out of the way, and then you just see Zuke like spin around in a circle and kick him square in the face with a twenty-six. Okay, what's your uh, attack? The damage? No, roll for the attack. Oh, twenty-six. To attack. Okay. And then um, it's a saving throw of. Constitution. I'm gonna say 14. But I can't find it. Uh, 15. 15. Mhm. Can't say no. They're they're over 15. Oh well, let me double check what mine is because it well they met it or beat it. I think either way. But six damage. Okay. Six damage. All right. Um, they start funny. Uh, they're still standing. Parrish's turn. Yeah, Parrish's turn. He goes, "What the hey, fuck wait. is going on?" I have a um, bonus action. Fine, bonus action. I'm gonna flurry of blows. Uh, do we see the panther run out at this point, or? <laughs> um, he. So I'm giving you guys all turns, kind of in the order that I had you okay. coming in. Uh, so after the reaction there, uh, you guys can decide who goes first, but. You'll have a action, and then uh, the other one will have an action. Connor, continue beating up this poor person who All right, was so just and having fun, and then you came in and ruined everything. And who knows what the longer repercussions of this is going to be? But that's not going to be good. All right, it's so a twenty-three and a twenty-four to hit. Yeah, hit both of them. All right, and it's non-fatal, and also stunning strikes. It's a total of 19 more damage. Okay, they're bloodied. And they beat 15 for each of those uh, sunny tricks. Everyone calm down. <laughs> and I stop. Everyone calm down. We just came here to talk. Okay. Hi, <laughs> Hardy. Which of you is going first? <laughs> Um, 
is the door i'm assuming i don't know it's like the door like partially open like yeah that door is open uh you can see oh it's like, dark you can see you still see you know it's not like, a, like where she like pushes the door a more open i was like um i am gonna go in and grapple zook all right i need you guys to roll opposed um strength and either strength or dexterity yeah my my oh. athletics is not great um I, i'm definitely helping when die heads in i'm also running up to kind of like can I say with her with uh, with Hardy's help, I could get advantage on that athletics roll? Yeah, y'all have I was gonna advantage. say I, I'm in front of Zeus, like it's not worth it, man. Oh, natural twenty. <laughs> natural twenty. <laughs> um, so what do you what did you get, Zook? I got an eighteen. Uh, and so diet, I, I Hardy, I guess, just like grab you and pull you off this poor man, and Diet's just like, what the fuck. We're just here for the drinking competition, and he stabbed. <laughs> I'm, is... I'm picturing this like Hardy's like wrapped around. I got her arms wrapped around him, so like knees and holding them tight together. And Hardy, you got or die, you got him in like a bear hug from behind. Yeah, and I just look over at Parrish and uh, his boyfriend, and I just say, "I am so sorry. I do not know what my companion here was thinking." <laughs> Um, is it okay if we just go? I understand if you want to get the authorities involved. Paris is like, uh, why don't why don't you wait? Just wait in the front room. That's um, more than generous. The door behind you. Yes, and that's like, more than generous, Paris. We will do that. Friend and like looking around and what looks like and pulls out. <laughs> potion of healing or something from a I, I was gonna say I, I was gonna be like I, I do you need help I I can help a little uh yeah I can get this I can crazy guy out of here says the naked guy uh, oh, I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna cast cure wounds at a distance using one okay. of my using one of my uh I'll use I'll cast it at fourth level and I'll use um, a meta magic point to cast it at a distance so um so that's uh, uh oh wow 30 points of healing that was a yeah. really good a really good healing roll um <laughs> and then i think hardy and i would just drag zook out of this room yeah i believe every six seconds you. i have to check to see if they're still holding me though <laughs> <laughs> all right um wait guys wait guys i said everyone calm down <laughs> And uh, I'll roll again, I guess. Uh, 11. He'll probably, you, I imagine. You, you succeed. Right. Zook is still trying to convince you that he's. everyone should calm down. <laughs> uh, Dai says, we're in perfect agreement, Zook. Uh, Absolutely. Um, and we'll, we'll go to the living room. Is there uh, some sort of light uh, on in the room or... Yeah, you guys can uh, like find some candles and light them. Uh, I'll cast uh, I'll cast light on some objects around the room, and I look for cups. I say no, no cups. We're not doing the drinking thing. <laughs> I think that's I think that's past us now, Zook. I don't know that we can do that one now. 
Guys, how much better would you receive someone who randomly woke you up in the middle of the night and attacked your significant other? Would you do it? Would you feel like you're in a better mood with or without a nice cup of alcohol? Um, Zook, I don't I think- know that we're going to be able to re- recover this situation. I think. I, I, I think once it turns the shit, you can't unshit it. It's pretty shit at this point. It's it's been shit. Hey, listen, we, that mayor told us we had free reign, and they resorted to violence first. <laughs> let's well, let's check the peeps on that one. <laughs> did you knock on the door? Did you wait for them to answer? Did, or did you just barge in and have a panther jump on their bed? Also, uh, where's Decca? Yeah, where is uh, Decca? I imagine you were like on your way out. Is there a coming in? Did you leave or did you like stop in the front room? You're still bleeding. Yeah, no, I, I think what they saw essentially what happened was as soon as he stabbed me, I pretty much sprinted out the front door past them and it was in the front yard area, kind of mm-hmm. like, like, what the fuck happened? And then Look, just licking your myself, wounds. Licking my Literally. wounds, trying Literally. to think better. Yeah, so the front door is open. You see in the start. starlight and the moonlight, there's a panther sitting just like just past the doorstep, just looking at a stab in the side, making some sad panther noises. Yeah. Um, uh, Lyle comes out and starts helping you. Like He's like pushing your paws away and throwing your room around your alley. Can I go out and give a deck uh, one of my healing berry thingies I got? Healing berries. Yeah, I got a couple of the healing berries. That tree of them. And they go into anaphylactic shock. No, I'm just kidding. Oh no! (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to roll a medicine check for epinephrine. What are you guys doing (laughs) in the last couple minutes while you're waiting for uh, Steve Parrish and his uh, partner come out? Um, besides healing. Yes, are we? Have we been actively prevented from producing cups of alcohol for them? Uh, if you go for the cups of alcohol, die will will intervene. Okay, how are we going to resolve this? You role play is how you resolve this, motherfucker. Um, <laughs> die, um, die, die! Trust me, like no, Zook, Zook. I'm going to be frank with you, Zook. Uh, your shenanigans are often quite funny. I appreciate them. Uh, but you crossed the line this time. You you broke into somebody's house and committed a hate crime. Um, whoa. Whoa. First off, I didn't break anything. So it's not breaking and entering. It's at most trespassing. Secondly, I have nothing against Parrish, nor do I have anything against a significant other, nor the way they choose to live their lives. He just happened to stab Dex, so I punched him a couple of times. I'd like to note that I have been drinking alcohol without them noticing, using the side of panic. Okay, roll for it. I rolled 27. Yeah, nobody noticed. <laughs> Everyone's distracted. Zook, I think, uh, I think you owe Parrish at least an apology. Um, and well, that's why I want to pour him a drink. And I think you owe them not playing good cop, bad cop with them. And uh, I think if they let you out of here without I don't know if they have a police force in this town or a cop force, but if they let you out of here without pressing charges, I think you're going to be very lucky. I mean, at that point, um, we met the Rangers. Several boots coming up um, the stairs leading up to the second level. And you see Istra and a few other people in uh, leather armor 
and the mayor following behind them. Uh, I'm going to take this opportunity to close the front door. <laughs> <laughs> and it comes out, Isha opens the front door and walks I in. Just like, I love you. <laughs> Walking up to the front door and Zook just going. <laughs> he was still a little bit away. <laughs> and Isha goes, Zook, what the hell is going on in here? And she kind of like pushes past you goes, Parrish, are you all right? Okay, so we were going to come challenge Parrish to a drinking competition, and then there was another person, and they stabbed Deck. And we, uh, admittedly, we were trying to surprise him. Zook. Yes. Look at my face. Do you think I care about that? About Deck? Mm -hmm. Do you think I want to hear your story? Um, I'm going to wager no. Exactly. I'm going to need you to come with me, all of you. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I, that tracks. And the mayor comes up and goes, when I said free reign. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, there's polite free reign. And there's Madman Free Reign. And I think that you fall into the latter category, which is not really the type of individual that we feel like we need to have helping us in these situations. Well, that sounds very judgmental. And I would like to point out that as a member of the political. Well, um, I would like to point out that perhaps individuals who are in political power should monitor what they say and perhaps be a little bit more vigilant because you met me multiple times and I don't think that this uh, Hardy, can I borrow you for a moment? Do you think that this is at all not um, par for the course? If someone were to tell me a person and I I would want to Dude, say this is a likely response. <laughs> you are going to be going with Istra back to gather any things that you left in your house and then you are leaving tonight. All right, so that's fine with me. Um, I'm going to go to your temple, and I'm going to find Anastas. Now that's my options. What? And Isra goes, uh, actually, no, that's not what's happening. Uh, we um, are you. Um, you are going to be coming with us and uh, fade us and exiting quickly. Uh, she's going to open up a pass that would bring you straight back to the capital. About that, I'm gonna actually disengage and the then go I'm gonna fly. Um, okay, fine. She's going to. I action disengage. Yeah, you action disengage. She is a badass fighter who is going to. Oh, no. What is going on? <laughs> use her badass fighter shit. <laughs> Let me pull out her character sheet. You know that cartoon where the cat, you know, uh, what's his name? The cartoon cat? Mm hmm. Where the mouth like just drops and he's yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> that was Tom and Jerry. Wait, I thought you weren't a cat mouth. anymore because you were doing, you started pouring yourself yeah, you were alcohol. Drinking. No, I could like lap up alcohol. So you just like, I knocked it over and yep. So, and no okay, nice. Um, and if not open. God, there's so much fighter shit. Excuse me, do you? 
What's that? Oh, I had a slushy. I thought I muted myself. That's my bad. I was like, is, is Connor having a panic attack? That's kind of, is he hyperventilating? <laughs> nope, that was my straw. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, as you disengage and go to leave, you're hit with um are you you're flying away, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so a bunch of arrows fly at you. Um that is a 26 to hit. 17 to hit. And uh, 23 to hit. Uh, two of those hit. All right. So you take twenty points from that, and then. Uh, you're going to have uh, to break that up for me and tell me which ones you're trying to use abilities on. Those are just arrows. Yeah, I know. But if you're going to try to like do a wing shot or something on me, I'm going to try to catch No, those are just arrows just throwing at you. Okay. Um, and then this is... Wait, I have a question. Is Istra a human? No. Istra's a one. What is Istra? Okay. So she's got night vision? Yeah. Okay. 22. Um... Attack with the javelin of lightning. Is that hit? 22, yeah. That's 22 from the Javelin of Lightning as well. Okie dokie. And then the fourth one. Three arrows and a Javelin is four decks. Yeah. Yeah. That's three of the people, the three guards that were with Soldier, oh, not Soldier, Istra. Um, Istra. Oh. And then the mayor is going to cast, um, what's that druid spell of the ground people? Oh, um, uh, plane, earthbind. Earthbind, yeah. What level is that? Seven. What's its range? Um, 300 feet. So you have to make a strength saving throw. Um, Dai is just going to call up and say, Zook, just just surrender. It'll be easier. No, Zook was a slave. He's not being arrested. <laughs> Are you making your same statement there? I'm working on it. Okie dokie. That is a 17. Er, nope, that's uh, 12. Yeah, that doesn't say it. 
need 18 to be his <laughs> Holy crap. And Amanda, before we go too much further, do you think we could take like a break? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, like the body break? Yeah. Also, just maybe like talk this out a little bit out of game. Yeah, sure. Before it gets to, to the point where the campaign can't continue. <laughs> Well, what they're gonna do. All right. All right. So I think as I wait. Oh, I mean, go ahead. Yeah. Um. So Zook had disengaged, which was a bonus action, and started to run away. So you're what? You got what? Two things of movement then? Maybe. So if it would be the disengage as an action, then movement and bonus action, step of the wind, would get me 130 feet. Okay, and would you fly straight? Oh, you couldn't fly straight up because there's still another level above you. So you kind of flew off at an angle. Uh Uh-huh, but I imagine I would be well within canopy going 180 feet. Yeah, but I'm trying to figure out if you were trying to get further or higher if you got like more than 60 feet above a platform. Well, so I would say since Zook knows that he's pretty much only ever been like a fighter mm-hmm. that he would probably try to go in a way where, cause he had just seen these people with like javelins and bows. So he'd probably try to be out of not easy shooting. So probably like as up towards the canopy as he could, because he knows like the area is super dense, but. You'd be within the lower canopy though. And the lower canopy is only about 120 feet. Uh-huh. So I would have moved 130 on the first turn. And then if we went to like, I don't know if you want to do initiative or just whatever, but then I can oh, move. They were just kind of reacting to you as their turn. Gotcha. It wasn't like a full-on combat. It was, well, it wasn't, at least at that point, it wasn't. Yeah, I feel you. If, if it keeps going, it might evolve into actual initiative turns for people. I think if it goes over another, um, if basically if you're fighting off the Earthbind, it would become... Well, that's the thing, because if we don't go to initiative, then the disengage kind of means nothing. Because if I had beaten, uh, what's his face to the earthbind, or beaten him in the initiative, I would have moved another 195 feet, because I would have used action, bonus action, and uh, my action, my movement, and my bonus action to fly 65 feet each. So that's another 195. Well, but yeah, but the category we had kind of been doing this kerfuffle which was in full combat from when you entered the house was different people got turns in an order so we're just playing playing off of that yeah and like i said i'm still good with what happened happened and i've already taken the damage so yeah so i was saying you had a turn you had one turn of movement and then they went is what I was saying, what happened. So I was trying to figure out how far you got with that and whether or not having been trying to be down and pulled down with magic, you were going to continue moving or if you were uh, going to stop and try to. Uh, so like, I would be, I'd be. Like reacting to the fact that 
these people are obviously angry and your companions were obviously trying to also calm things going on or if you were still going to be acting the way you were acting. Uh, well, I am currently descending, I guess. I'm 130 feet yes. in the air. So you're descending. And it's back to your turn. I'm asking if you are going to fight and make another strength save. Oh, against the bind? You get one, yeah, you get one each round. Um, for what it's worth, Dai's like, uh, Dai's been like calling out for you to just like, it'll be like, it, that it'll be okay. Just like, don't make it worse. Right. Hardy, what are you doing? Same. I think as soon as Dai is trying to talk Zook down, uh, same, just saying like, we'll make sure that you're not taken somewhere that you're uncomfortable with. We'll do what we can. We just have to, at this point, we have to to come down and, and meet them where they're at, Zook. Zook's going to look to Deck. Deck, what's your action? Sorry, I want to give everyone an action before finishing up or going back to your turn, Penny. Um, I think I'd try and talk with the guards and the mayor who casted the binding spell saying, hey, you know, are just you still, Are you reason. still a cat? Or are you going to? Oh, yeah, sorry. I, I bamf out of <laughs> shape. <laughs> back into my human form. And just try and tell him that, you know, he was a slave and he doesn't like being held down and um, trying to reason with them that we just need to talk to him and to, to calm things down versus trying to uh, imprison him. Okay. Uh, you said that we weren't going to hold him down. We just can't let him run around and continue acting how he has been acting in the town. So it's just going to call and be like, Zook, are you going to come down? Uh, so Zook will look to Deck uh, and he saw that Deck was trying to like talk them down and trying to make a more positive relation between this. Uh, looking like a pouty child because he is, like I said, 12. Uh, Zooks will just basically float down at the whatever. Was it 60 feet of turn? Yeah. With the grounding? Yeah. They'll just float down. Okay. And I'll run over to Zach or Zook and be like, it's okay, buddy. We we tried. We just <laughs> we just uh gotta work on our 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 surprise plans in the future. Smart surprise them. Chat to drink cat test. And someone stabbed someone, and it all got out of hand. <laughs> okay, buddy, I'm okay. See, I show on my side and be like, "Look, there's nothing, no, no wounds and, there." And what's his face? His buddy's fine too. I like, like that. Let's let's be honest. If I want to, I totally could have murdered that guy. Was not the goal. Clearly not the goal. <laughs> no, and totally like, not helping. <laughs> we were just gonna drink with him. He kind of mumbling. He's like kind of pouty. He's like, I just want to have fun and drink with them and I want to surprise them. And he's kind of like mumbling that talk at the deck. And the mayor are going to walk over towards, like, not they're obviously annoyed but they're not, like, aggressively running towards you. They're heading over um, if Dai and Tarnia are also going to head over Dai's going to turn to Istra and say, look, uh, what he did was clearly wrong and but perhaps just uh, if you could sleep it off and then we could meet tomorrow and discuss the appropriate course of action. Um, 
obviously uh, make sure that Parrish and, and his partner are okay. Um, but maybe maybe just a night for cooler heads to prevail. Is that is that okay, Istra? Um, Istra kind of looks over to the mayor and they step aside to talk for a little bit. Um, roll persuasion. Check, die. All right. In theory, yeah, so you can deal it with um um advantage because of uh, depth help too. All right. Well, I'm, in theory, I'm very good at these. We will we will put this to the test. Uh, Twenty seven. Natural one. No, Isra <laughs> uh, and the mayor finish talking, and the mayor goes um, kind of back towards uh, Parrish's home and knocks and disappears inside. Um, and Isra comes back to you guys, and she goes. Uh, the mayor and I have discussed it, and we are willing to let you stay at least until morning. Um, we'll all meet and speak again then. Uh, the mayor will come to the lodgings that you were given, um, but you are to remain in the lodgings, um, and I will be staying in the main area tonight, and additional guards will be outside. More than reasonable and more than fair. Thank you so much, Istra. All right. Um, and she kind of gestures and two of the guards go out in front of you guys and she gestures to you guys to go in between uh, her and those guards that are obviously leading you back towards where you're going to stay for the night. Zook, are you okay coming back to where we've been staying? Well, yeah. It's better than being sent all the way away because then we couldn't find anyone. All right. Well, um, yes. And uh, Di just heads back to the lodgings. All right. You guys get there. It's the same like little house, um, main area, and then there's the uh, bedrooms, four bedrooms off to the side. Um, you remember our bathrooms are all outside so if anyone needs to use the bathroom during the night you're going to have to uh, talk to Istra and then the guards but we'd be brought there and then brought back as we on the way there they stop by the bathroom in case anyone needs to use it before going to bed <laughs> I was gonna say they're playing, playing with fire there die, die, yeah die definitely uh, uses it before going back to lodgings Shook also does alright so anyone who potties can potty uh, and then we're going to head back to your place. Um, and Istra and you guys go inside. Uh, Istra begins to like, kind of make herself comfortable on the couch, pulls out a book. Um, it goes, and you guys can retire for the night or talk or whatever you want. You don't have to necessarily go to sleep. You just can't leave here at the moment until the mayor agrees to it tomorrow. Unless, of course, you need to use the bathroom, and then we'll take each other out. But then reason. Um, I wasn't really sure how I was going to take going to the bathroom to have to be within reason, but okay. <laughs> um, and not every five minutes. Or whatever I, you'd want to do to be annoying. What makes you think you can I tell want to be annoying? She's, she's 
very upset kind of at what happened tonight. Um, you can tell that without an insight check, but if anyone wanted to explore that, that's another option that one or more of you could do uh, before you go to bed. Um, yeah, I, I kind of want to read the vibes. <laughs> so Zook is going to walk over to like the corner where he'd set his bag. He's going to take out the big uh, jar of honey mead and he's going to walk over to Ishra and be like, could you give this to Parrish and his friend as an apology from me and tell him I just tried to challenge him to a drinking contest and find out about the kidnapped people. And I'm just a crazy weirdo who I guess doesn't know what boundaries are. Um, she accepts the uh, thing from you. Girls, I think they might have figured that part out themselves, but I'll pass on the message. I feel bad if they just got attacked. But I didn't attack them first. I think, unfortunately, in this situation, Zook, they might feel differently. Yes. Um, maybe the, maybe the roaring was a bad idea, but we just wanted to we just wanted it to be exciting. Zook, and I know it's my idea. I I admit, Zook, I don't know much about where you come from, and I know I'm relatively new here. Um, when you grew up, did you have things like private spaces? Um, no. Mostly, I was in areas that were very big and open, and could always be looked at. I'm sorry to hear that. Um, so most people, when they're at home in their private space, that's a place where they feel safe and they feel in control. And it's a place that they can have sex with their with the people they want to have sex with. Um, What's sex? So, <laughs> oh God! Well, this this conversation is going to take longer than oh, I, <laughs> imagined. Hiram, strike me down now. I don't think I have the. <laughs> Jack, we were slaves for a long time and lived in gladiatorial pits, and you don't know what sex is? <laughs> I mean, we were slaves, so we, we were just, you know, put to labor. I was a labor slave. I don't know what this is. So I think uh, for my, what I am is a, I'm very young for my, whatever my beast is, not beast, but. Your race. My race, yeah. I think they live up to 400. So I would assume that, like, I'm like an infant as well, so I don't know this concept of, of sex either. Um, uh, <laughs> so we'll just. So, I, I just imagine a montage of like of die like without the audio on, just explaining what sex is. There's like yeah. there's like finger there's like positions motions. and puppets and like Beck blushes and then is kind of grossed out by it, but mainly is embarrassed and and doesn't know what to do with this information. Um, and and, 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 and it's the conclusion montage her head <laughs> in her hands and her elbows on her knees the entire montage. Uh, it's, and, then, and then to conclude the conversation, Dai is like, and that's why you always keep your fingernails trimmed and a, a nice collection of <laughs> dry towels nearby. So, any questions, Deck? <laughs> I think Dai just is quiet, doesn't say anything. That's a little shell shot. Yep, definitely shell shot. So back to the um, 
more pressing situation at hand, Zook. I, I I have a lot of I have a lot of um, as somebody who also had a somewhat unconventional upbringing, I have a lot of uh, empathy for you. Um, when people are in their private spaces and they they people coming in unannounced is a form of attack. You knock at the door and wait for them to come to you. You don't come in to them. But Zook looks particularly pensive. Like he's really like having like a dawning idea and goes, so would you say knocking count to 10 before kicking the door? No, if, if they don't answer, you come back later. That's in, unless you're in some sort of like ancient ruin that you're excavating and, you know, the people are long since get dead and it, maybe it's just filled with monsters and skeletons can, and like, but can we do, can we do like sections and zones? So let's say for abandoned scary towers and places with monsters, we just kick the door. For places with bad guys who are potentially doing bad things, also kick the door. For questionable bad guys, we knock. For good guys, we <laughs> knock and wait for them to answer. I look at and Hardy. then come back later. I, I think that that's a good start, uh, and I think too. Part of why Di and I were so concerned is things happened so quickly. Uh, we didn't have a chance to join you. It might've been different if um, we could have arrived at Parrish's home together. Um, we just want to make sure that, especially because we all want to, we all want to be sure that we're finding an Ostis and that we're doing what's right, uh, but we can, no, make more decisions together around that. That's another thing. They said capital, and that's really far away. But Anastas was here, so we should look here. You know, there's actually, um, it might not be the worst thing if they give us a free quick ride back to the capital. We've really found nothing here. And it seems like whatever caused them to disappear is related to the previous expedition, the ones that Sheer, the, the one or ones that Sheer was on. I've had a similar thought die, and there may be other people connected to Anastas back at the university that we could gather new information from. Um, those who, the mayor only knew so much about those previous expeditions. Um, maybe there would be other individuals we could reach out to. Yes. Uh, Notarized notes. <laughs> all the expeditions have to be logged somewhere right if, if they if they want to publish they have to they have to have had them published somewhere so zoop we could go back get your works Academia. published <laughs> get your works published and then look at their published works well remember die it's our works because it would bother and ask us so much more if we shared this together yes absolutely. it's true <laughs> Um, but I do have to ask a very important question of you, Estra. Is this right yes. here? Oh, yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, she's hanging out. So what? I borrowed those animals and boats to come down the river from... I can't find his name. Sven Glenmer? Mm-hmm. And we promised we would bring his stuff back. Will you guys bring it back? 
Um, they've already come down and claimed that when last the broken up boat said that if uh, needed something, they could send something back. Okay, then uh, I'm going with it. The, the boat wasn't uh, in the best shape, so they came and dragged it back up. Gotcha. Well, yeah, yeah then as long as we're not, you know, stealing boats or anything, I don't see any reason we can't try to find more information and where I think we could find more information. All right. Then. Anything else for the night? So, Dai, do you think I need a better gift than just the thing of mead to say sorry? Like, how big is of a thing as privacy? Like, a nice tub of mead was a good. What did you go higher or lower? Um, I don't know that. I don't know that you can buy your way out of this. Oh no, they'll never see me again. I just hope to like lighten the blow. Um, I think what would perhaps be further go further than a gift like a is would be just um some sort of handwritten note saying apologizing i could i would say i'm sorry um Di, you, i don't yeah, know you, it, gets, it gets kind of quiet and like we said it would take a really long time and I don't know if we have enough time for me to write a whole note saying I'm sorry. I could you unless could you could you what is the thing? Can I dictate? Um, I forget. Does Di know about um, Zook's literacy issues? I think so. Like you weren't hiding any of that. Okay. I was gonna say yeah. Okay. I, just, I, I, I just want yeah. Uh, Di's like I'd, I'd be happy to. Yeah. Um, Di pulls out a, a, a pen and a quill. Or a quill in a, a sheaf of paper. All right. Dear Parish and Parish's significant other. Sorry, I did not get to know your name. It was <laughs> a very bad situation, which was entirely my fault. <laughs> I just wanted to say that I am very sorry. I am also as should be expected, banished forever from your village. <laughs> I hope, however, that you can enjoy this mead. It's from Barry. You know Barry. So it's probably good. Sorry again. Hopefully the distance and the mead will make you not care so much about it. Sorry again, Zooks. All right. And I die hands the slides the paper over for you to sign. I sign it. I could do my name real good now. <laughs> All right. And, you know, puts the sand on it and then rolls it up and gives it to Istra. Istra takes it and uh, places it alongside. Uh, I assume you gave her the bottle of meat as well. Uh huh. For... I, I, I imagine they're all to send it out now or? Uh, I said perhaps, perhaps in the morning after we've left. Uh, and I roll up the paper and like put it in the little. Ha jug handle. Um, good. Uh, anyway, um, well, um, I'm pretty tired. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go to bed. 
Me too. Me three. And Zoop coughs blood into his hands and goes off. Yep. <laughs> um, well, we're about to take a long rest. Doesn't say how hurt is Zoop, but I guess we're about I to take. I think I'm at five out of sixty-seven. Oh wow! <laughs> oh man, I got you harder than I thought. I was not trying to be lethal there. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, so if she shoots me again, I don't think I'm earthbound anymore. So I think I just smash her to the ground and die. <laughs> uh oh. But also, if that did happen, I'm like, hey, uh, I wanted to catch one of those arrows. <laughs> Can we uh, knock it back a little bit of damage? <laughs> to not die. <laughs> all right. So you guys all go to bed. All right. So, Deck, are you going to bed already? Yeah. No, I go and shape shift into a rat and then just cuddle up with Zook. <laughs> I like sit and, Deck. And out with Zook that our, our brilliant plan for some reason did not go as we planned. Uh, roll me a perception check. Eight plus, I think, four. Um, as you turn uh, into yes. rat and curl up, uh, both of you notice that perched at the end of Zoop's bed is a kitty with those big, round kitty peoples just watching you as a little rat. Uh-oh. He hasn't moved or done anything yet, but he is very interested. Zook is going to pick up uh, the little rat version of Deck and like feng shui him onto like his leg. And then he's going to lean over towards the end of the bed towards Lyle and go, Hey, Lyle, do you see how I just moved him? It's because in a little bit, he's going to turn all the way back into that seven foot tall, really big guy. <laughs> Three hours. So if you try to eat him, you might explode from the inside. So I wouldn't. <laughs> and that's also why I moved him so he doesn't squish me. When he does switch back, uh, Lyle blinks at you and then kind of like straightens up into a regular sitting and his uh, pupils go back to normal. You want some snackies? Hey. <laughs> I thought Lyle could talk. He doesn't speak. Oh, I thought he could. Why did I think Lyle could talk? <laughs> He's very smart and he understands, but he doesn't like speak, speak. I give him some snackies. I give him some chicken. He starts it up. He's very happy. Okay, then go bed. <laughs> all right. Um, you all go to sleep. I'll wake up the next morning. Um, some food has been brought in, like a continental breakfast at fair. Are the uh, are the rolls like a day old? Are they, is it like is it like a sea level effort for a continental breakfast? Are we getting like a Ramada Inn breakfast here? <laughs> nice, you know, they make stuff fresh pretty much. Um, it's just you know, nothing's hot. <laughs> yeah. And they said they're gonna like magic us back to the capital. Is that right? Yeah. All right, that's kind of what they imply. Nice. It almost, almost works out in our favor that we don't have to make the perilous yeah, how, how, long, how long was the trip here? A few weeks. Yeah. I think, um, can yeah, we make so, a promise to yell at Zook again so that this is uh, received more? This is still a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> so um, the mayor shows up maybe like 
40 minutes to an hour after you've all gotten up and ate and everything. And he just kind of like stays near the front door and goes, so what are we going to do after that stunts last night? Well, I'm going to leave and never come back. Like you said so. Fair enough. You do understand why we are having you leave. Well, I wrote an apology to the one that really deserved it. So I think we're... I know what was bad. The mayor kind of looks over at you, Di, and Hardy to see if, like, does he know what's bad? Uh, Thank you. I believe that last night was um, a a very new experience for Zook and... um, We've, as painful as this is, uh, I believe he will continue to learn and grow from this. Well, I was introduced to the idea of privacy. I'm because the main thing is the crux of the issue is in a place like this type of community trust is important and people that we can't trust to act within parameters that keep everyone safe and relatively happy or you know we um can't stay within the community you understand that right so yes yeah i understand that making things unsafe is bad Mm-hmm. And but I just wanted to have a fun surprising evening to for the challenge to a drinking contest. So and I just now learned what privacy was. So like with all the doors, like you said, the trust is important, but like a lot of unlocked open doors, and I wanted to surprise um, them. It, it was is this the mayor or is this Istra? I'm sorry, I missed. This is the mayor. I say Mr. Uh, mayor, um uh it doesn't excuse his actions, but Zook, Zook's had a troubled upbringing uh, and spent most of his life, um, well, not not in. Let's just leave it at that. Um, like a bird in a cage. Yes, we uh, also have our fair share of individuals. With uh, but but I oh, I wasn't. I, I wasn't by these. I wasn't finished, Mayor. Um, like as I said, that doesn't excuse. Uh, mm-hmm. Zook's behavior, and perhaps, uh, perhaps this city is not the place for him at this time. Um, yes. You you mentioned sending us back to the capital yesterday, and I think if that is something you're still willing to do, I think that would probably be the best course of action for all of us to avoid any future misunderstandings. Miss Phaedra um, is going to. Along with Istra and a few others, take you to a large tree that we know outside the boundaries of the town and be able to teleport you back to the university campus. Oh. Um, so, if you'll pack your bags, uh, once you're ready, Istra will. Um, and, and Mayor, you know, I, I understand there's a. Um a 
a culture of exchange here. Um, as a powerful cleric, is there anything that I can do for your village before we leave? Um, I appreciate the offer, Daigaka, but I think we're good. There's nothing that I can think of at the moment. Well, um, um, uh, Dai is going to pull out uh, an origami goldfish uh, from their bag and press it into the mayor's hand. Um, they say, uh, we found this in, in the temple. Uh, it is very old uh, and was very lovingly crafted. Um, it's not an atonement for what Zook did, but in consideration for the effort you're expending to get us back quickly. All right, thank you. Um, I, I contemplated passing off that strange porcelain doll, but <laughs> yeah, I that that seems like it would have maybe been more of like giving a curse in exchange for a boon. So <laughs> yeah, here, take this. Please take it; it's valuable. And I have a hunch, even if I did that, I'd show back up in my bag the next day. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, the mayor thanks you and uh, leaves. And once you guys are ready, you can also um, uh, just let Ishra know when you're ready to go. Well, there's people to find. Let's get going. Yeah. Dinons looks at deck. All right, so um, just uh, it's uh, trying to lead you guys out, um, and uh, it's about a 10, 15 minute walk into the actual woods until they meet up with Fetus, who greets all of you and um, casts a spell and a big portal opens up in this large tree in front of her. And through it, you can see um, uh, the city and the university. And she kind of gestures for y'all to run through it. All right, okay. dash through. We hop back just like 15 seconds. When I yeah. see Fetus, can I go, hey, you're friends with Reggie, right? Are you seeing uh, a lot? I work with Reggie. Can you give him this? And I pull out the second of the bottles that I got the mead. And it has a little note on it. There's just like one slip of paper on it. It says drink with friends. And I go, can you give him this? Um, yeah, sure. I think he'd really appreciate that. Okay, thank you. And then I'll just, once you cast this, but I'll run through the thingy. Oh man, I'm gonna miss Reggie. I'm sure he'll find some excuse to visit us in the capital. <laughs> All right. So you guys leave calm walk through and you're back in the city. Did you really quickly in the chat? Um, 
share what it is that you just gave to the uh, uh, mayor. No. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, actually, here, that's only part of it. I'll share the entire Where in the chat? link. Um, the Zoom chat. Oh, the Zoom chat. Oh, the no. Oh, my gosh. That is such a cool item. I'm so sad I gave it away. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you guys picked up several cool things that you have not yet investigated from the. Uh... <laughs> well, was that wait? Did that read as magical? I, I didn't realize it did. Yeah, it did. It was one of the magical things that you guys picked up. What other ones did we find? We had the drink thing. I have right. The yeah, coffee. Have. Um. The fishy. That's gone now. The fishy. You had found the two scrolls. Um, and there was a robe, a couple of magic potions, a um, smoky gray sphere made out of quartz, um, an amulet uh, that smelled like beer, um, the, and the bottle of Bama's coffee. Um, the stuffed sheep that read snuggles on it, on its collar. Um, and these are all magical? A fifth level scroll, yep. Um, a rope that you got from the armory and a dagger that you got from the armory. I don't have, I have almost none of that on my uh, inventory. Does somebody else have that in their inventory? All I, I have different things. I think I know um, Hardy took the uh, hat in her room was where the um, amulet was, and he found that orb in the abbot's study. Um, and then you guys also found some paper birds. Um, and then the uh, stuffed sheep was in. Um, uh, Zook's room. And then you guys found those, just look for funsies, those notes as well. And then um, as we were kind of wrapping up in the thing, you guys kind of just grabbed the uh, contents of the armory and put it in your bag. We should probably find a wizard to look at this stuff. Agreed. Well, well we are in the capital now. Yeah. We go look for a magic shop. Sure. You guys uh, had been in one before. Um, <clears throat> let me see where I'm not. I didn't prepare anything for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, there we are. Uh, what was it called? Oh, yeah, you guys go back to the Abracapothecary. The Abbot? The Abracapothecary was the magic store. Excellent name. Can you spell that? 
A-R-A-C-A. P-O-T-H-E-C-A-R-Y. Like the first half of abracadabra and then yeah. turns into apothecary. Gotcha. I just wanted to make sure I wrote it right. I did. Yep. And that's owned by Helicent. H-E-L-I-S-E-N-T. You said S-E-N-T? S-E-N-T, yeah. Okay. Berlond. B-I-R-L-O-N-D. And to remind you, uh, she is an older tiefling woman with a long, wavy, kind of wild gray hair and aqua skin. And I believe this is where um, you guys sold your uh, basilisk pieces. Mm. Hello. Oh, sorry. Hmm? Oh. I just said hello. hello. How are you doing today? Well, we got a free trip that would have taken us multiple weeks. Free stuff's always nice. Want yeah. a free trip? <laughs> Did um, you answer? Well, we kind of stepped into it. Oh, but anyway. Okay. Once I, I won a trip uh, across the sea. And, you know, that was, that was a nice vacation, but I got very seasick. They, uh, they put me on those boats that had this, uh, this brewery club, but it was only open two hours a day. And it was very disappointing. Well, you know, when we got there, the trip was nice. Was it at least at a good two hours of the day, or was it, like, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. and then, like, 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. when everyone's at dinner? No, it was exactly it. Typical cruises. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Terrible, terrible. Anyway, um, what brings you in? Well, we thought it was so nice working with you last time that we would come back. Oh, yeah, of course. It's always nice to see people again. So um, we were wondering if you could identify some stuff for us and... Um, if you did, I could tip you some gold for the effort it would take you. I don't know how, I, I don't really know magic, but Dai says that these glow when they check them, so that they got a magic that's more identifiable. Well, yeah, of course, if you want to just take things out and zoom to me, I can take um, 10 minutes each and cast the ritual and identify them for a small uh, tip. All right, what's everyone got? So, Zook's going to pull out some of the stuff, the little sheep and the, um, well, I know what the coffee does, um, but just the sheep, I guess, that I got. All right. Um, she takes the sheep. She goes, to the cast a spell, the ritual, identify spell. And goes, um, this sheep, if you speak the uh, magic word, <laughs> um, uh, it will put you to sleep immediately for a solid eight hours, and you'll wake up completely refreshed. Immediately? Mm-hmm. 
What's the magic word? Trouble falling asleep. It's the magic word, this one that they wrote on his butt? Um, I assume so. You can give it a try. Well, maybe not here right now. (laughs) Okay. But yeah, it's uh, out of uh, game. It's the the name of the stuffed animal snuggles. Is what gives you that. And I will add these uh, to people's things after the game. So question, does this does this have to be like knowingly done? Yeah. Okay, so I can't like throw it out in front of a guard and have him like pick it up and be like snuggles. Well, <laughs> I mean, no, I think that could, that could probably work. Okay. No. You have to look at it and say the name like at the thing, but yeah, that would work. <laughs> so if it's done questioningly, it's not <laughs> beyond the powers. Mm. <laughs> snuggles. <Yes. laughs> Oh, my camera's not on. I didn't know. <laughs> oh, um, Dai, what did we say this was? It was a drag? A drag to fight? Oh, high drama. Mm, yes. Well, we have the high drama, but then that other one from after we saw the weird flying guy, remember? It was a drag? Oh, yes. What was? What did we come up with that? Um, God. Um, <laughs> Let me check my notes for the silly name I came up with for dragon. Uh, yeah, well, it, it just that fight just dragged on. That's right. Yes. That's, yes. Yes. That fight did, so this we've got this dragged on corpse <laughs> bones and some high drama. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, and some dragon bones. Uh, a whole a dragon. dragon, a whole dragon. I would like to state. You? No, it's a dragon, but yes. <laughs> She's um, like, well, if you leave those, I can do some experiments. Um, I'll give you uh, something, um, a ticket or something. You can come back and claim them, um, and see if there's anything useful. I am not familiar with them. Anything useful I can gather from them, though it might take a little day or two of experimentation. Um. But I recognize these bits. Uh, I've seen people come in with similar cre- bits of creatures like this uh, from adventures, more jungle and wet terrains. Uh, I'll give you uh, 25 gold for these pieces. For the dragon? No, for the hydra pieces. Hellison, you said you would make cool stuff out of it? Uh, no, well, she potentially, she said she potentially could, but she needs to like identify and see if they're used, the bits of the dragon are useful for anything because she's not familiar with dragons. Nobody is. Um, could I have one second, please? Hey, group puddle, group puddle. Yeah, what's up? Instead of 25 gold from Hellicent for these parts, do we want to give Hellicent 25 gold and if she promises to use it towards studying those things and to cue us in and maybe give us some of what she makes out of it. Hmm. That's intriguing. I like that idea. Yeah. Do I even have gold? <laughs> so Zooks again. You're going to give her those as the oh. payment. Oh, gotcha. Right, Connor? 
Well, no, I want to give her those. And then I want to offer to help also fund in case like she needs to like, she wants to try like adding like some kind of alloys or anything to them or doing whatever, depending on how alchemy she wants to get versus like just studying it. Oh uh, yeah. So he goes, um, I can take, you know, the hydra bits and keep a sort of running tab. Oh, that's John Axon somehow. <laughs> keep a sort of running tab on the um what kind of costs I put into figuring out these old bones. And we can um meet up again in two or three days and discuss what I found. That sounds good. All right. Yes, it sounds great. Is there anything else that you want me to identify? Oh, okay. yeah. Some of my friends, I think, have some stuff. Here, let me pour you a cup of coffee. And... <laughs> <laughs> yes, ooh, yes, please. Amanda. And then she pulls out, like, this bottle, and it smells like a sweet, um, uh, sweet vanilla syrup, and she puts a little bit in her coffee. I would pay all of the American dollars for an ever-ending pot of coffee. That would. Mm-hmm. You could open your own Starbucks right. and make all the money in the world. Yeah, because you wouldn't have any uh, cost. Well, besides like rent. Uh, you just do it off the side of the street. Sell hot <laughs> cups of coffee. Um, what, what else are you guys giving her to identify? I don't think I have anything in my inventory. Uh, let's see. Uh, the strange porcelain doll we've checked is not magic, right? No, it's magic. The strange porcelain doll. <laughs> All right. Uh, you give it to her. She casts um, identify on it. You remember Anastas kept offering to identify it for you. <laughs> I, don't, um, I don't. I don't trust Anastas. So. Yes. Oh, this is this is really interesting. Um, what you do is you take this doll, you set it in the center of an area, or put set in an area, and you describe a humanoid person to it, and it takes the visage of that person as a sort of uh, silent image or a minor illusion, oh. and you can have that person um, say show up somewhere or be seen in a place and not really be there. Oh, that's, and are you sure it's not haunted? <laughs> it doesn't appear to be haunted. Because like the DM was just fucking with you. <laughs> I mean, that this doll can take on the appearance of someone else feels pretty haunted. It, it might actually, in fact, be extra super haunted, yes. <laughs> um, and then I think the only thing else I have is the alabaster mask I have in my inventory. Is that um, magical? I should have made it. Um, I do not believe so. What's okay. that from? It may have been some. It's just something I, I must have picked up on the way. Okay. Um, and then what about the um, I have a book with ancient a uh, book about ancient religion that's done in a runic language. Um, yeah, that is one of the books that you found. It's not a magical book, okay. but it's in that language that nobody recognizes. Cool. All right, so I think that's all the magic items I have. 
Okay. Um, who put the rope and the dagger in their bags? I have the rope. I don't have the dagger. The rope of climbing, right? Yeah, the, yeah. Rope, the rope of climbing. Yep. So There's I have that one. I do oh. not have the dagger. Either. Oh, you know what? I think I put the dagger in my inventory as dagger. <laughs> okay. Uh, I was going to say, I don't think I have that. Okay, so the the dagger she tries to identify on it. She goes, "Oh, it gives you um, in you know uh, technical terms, we like to badger around. Uh, you get to get an extra to when you attack somebody, and an extra little points of damage uh, when you attack with the weapons, and then also when you hit um, whoever you stab." We'll take an extra 1d6 of acid damage. It is a dragon tooth dagger. Mm. What is it, d6? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, it was a chance to d6! <laughs> and then they get so surprised that they uh, trip and fall. It was a decent hit. It was a d6 hit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, do, 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 do. Where is this thingy? Oh, I need my homebrew. No, wait. Um, and then there is the orb and the amulet. So you get the amulet, and why can't I find the amulet? Oh, it's a junkard's amulet. And I don't remember if it makes you immune to being drunk or if you get extra constitution saving throws when you go out to drink. But it's one of those two. And then she finally takes the orb and she goes, oh dear, this one is a uh, doozy. It might be, it's this one potentially be a little dangerous. And she seems really excited. Oh, we're very responsible. You don't have to worry about it. <laughs> you do look very responsible. Very proud of all of you. Um, this is what we call a a professor orb. So basically, if you're able to activate it and attune to it, um, it's sentience and has a personality somewhere inside. Um, it's very intelligent. And um, basically, it has knowledge of specific subjects and when you, you can ask your questions and it can answer those um, questions uh, if the subjects that it knows are the things that uh, you're asking. Sorry, you said it had a magic word. Yeah, uh, rascally and clever. Sometimes they cause a little bit of trouble. I once heard that the, the uh, King of Greece, Greece had one of these that gave him very terrible advice. What were you going to say, young man? You said I had a magical word to talk to it as a professor. 
Well, you just need to uh, sit with it for a second and wake it up. He died. Yes. A Gnosticist, a professor. What if the orb ate him and he's a professor orb now? As much as I would love that turn of events, it seems unlikely, but there is only one way to find out, of course. Did we get the command word from the identifier? Uh, it's attunement, uh, I think they said. Let me double check. Is that it? Um, actually, you don't say. I'll say that um, if you uh, use, yeah, to give you, uh, like, um, I think if you just knock on it and say, wake up, professor, it should wake up. Knock on it. Wake up, professor. Yeah, it takes a second. And it goes, ah, uh, yes, hello. Uh, not a Nostis, but. Um, what sort of information do you know, Professor? Well, I know Why, who are you to ask? Uh, well, I'm Di, this is Hardy, that's Zook, and that's Deck. We're, we're a band of merry adventurers who've plucked you from, from, the, uh, from the forgotten floor of an ancient dungeon. Ancient dungeon? Oh, shit, it's been a very long time since I've been around. Yes. Yes, Where the um, hell am I anyway? Uh, well, you're you're in uh, the capital. Capital. Uh, yes, that the name that I totally know off the top of my head, uh, <laughs> Rossivo. Rossivo, and, I've never heard of that. Have uh, you heard of Ravon? No. And what what year is it? Or is there? Do we know? Is there a year? Um, I don't, I never count the years. I give the professor the current year. He gives you a very, yes. very long time in the past. <laughs> so, um, so yes, we are, uh, uh, yes, uh, we're hopeful that um, perhaps we can be mutually beneficial. We can catch you up on what's going on and, and perhaps you can give us some of your uh, knowledge in return. I ain't got any better shit to do, so... Since you asked uh, so nicely, I'm knowledgeable and uh, transitive properties of magic, uh, religion, uh, draconic elements, and what's um sorry what was that sounded like you said drag drag on it dragonic. Draconic? I didn't stutter, kid. What's it? What's draconic? Are you serious? What? What are those other three? Hey, is this one serious? <laughs> is that what this is? I hold up one of the dragon parts. What part do you hold up? <laughs> is this a like a bone, or is yeah, it just, like like a just so femur. random? <laughs> this is a femur. No, that looks like a big femur. Could be a dragon. Um, kind of wings, big, scary, would have teeth that was not bony. Oh, uh, yeah. That or, yeah. yeah, probably a dinosaur. I mean, probably a dragon. You guys never so, seen a dragon before? 
Um, this was the first one, and it didn't even have anything on its bones. So it was probably dead a long time. Yeah, we, we found a skeleton of a creature like that. Um, but, um, yeah, we've never seen anything like it before. These were common. Well, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Hey, Professor. Yeah. What's your name? Uh, my name is Dr. Xerxian Graves. Xerxian? Hey, Amanda, can you spell that? <laughs> X-E-R-X-I-A-N. Okay. And then Graves is just Graves. Oh, like the burial plots? Yeah. Okay. Hit the word. Well, Dr. Xerxian Graves, I have a question for you. Do you, what do you like? Um, not being bothered, mostly. Well, that is very arrangeable, but I thought maybe like I could find you a book that you could look at that maybe if I found you something fun to look at, you could maybe help us with another book. Die, you have a book, right? Maybe if yeah, it's that super old language, maybe they could read it. Yeah, I'll, I'll show the uh, my ancient runic book to the Professor Orb and then kind of like awkwardly like move it around because I'm not sure where the Professor Orb sees out of. The Professor Orb kind of like rises up and kind of just like hovers there and turns to look at it or you assume it turns so like wherever it sees from to look at it. You know, yeah, I know this book. Let me know if you need me to turn the page. I don't need to turn it. I wrote the damn thing. Oh. Do tell. All these history. Can you explain to me how you wrote it? Well, I was a person, and then I started dying, and now I'm in an orb. Oh, so it's a San Junipero situation. Okay. I don't even know what that means, kid. I don't either, but uh, let's move on. <laughs> um, well, I look forward to many stimulating conversations in the future, Xerxian. Uh, do you... Do you have a shorter version of that? Uh, Dr. X. Ooh, Dr. X. Can we, or can we call you Professor X? I'm Professor X. Get it. <laughs> we could get sued, so. <laughs> I can't stop you. I'm an orb. Disney's cease and desist lawyers listen to everything. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Dr. G. Yes? Or was that just a suggestion or were you asking me a question? That's a suggestion because normally people use your last name for it. And your last yeah. name's Graves. Mm-hmm. Also, I could find you a book like history, smut. Like, what do you like? Oh, smut all the time. <laughs> We're going to find this <laughs> orb some dirty mags. I, I sigh and just give the orb to Zooks and say, I, I think he's your friend now. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. And I turn to Hellicent and I go, so smut. <laughs> oh, yeah. Zook, you just learned about sex. <laughs> no, no, that's that. <laughs> she goes, oh, there's a few 
down this main road, a few bookstores that you could go into. Um, the one with the darker windows, the one with the curtains, probably the one you want to go in. You know, it's kind of down, the entrance is down the alleyway a little bit. All right, Dr. Professor G, we'll see what we could find for you in there. Um, well, how's that? I could give you, you think what, about six or seven gold for identifying? Or how much would you say is fair? Uh, how many items was that again? I think six or seven. <laughs> yeah, let's say six gold and we'll be good. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. That was... Let's say six gold and we'll be good. Kidoki. And another cup of coffee, just because I think you're so cool. Oh, yes, please. Okay, six gold's gone. All righty. And then I'd like to go, and we don't have to actually do it if you don't want to, but I'd like to go help Dr. Professor G find smut in the bookstore. <laughs> All right, you take him, and he kind of like floats around and goes, this one, boy. Oh, yeah, um, I don't even want to know what he selected. I don't, it would forever change what I think. I honestly <laughs> <laughs> haven't quite figured it out, but it's... it's uh, Noble's Desires. Oh. I was gonna say it'd be and something the like darkness of kinks. <laughs> Buxom bar keeps five or something like that. Uh, I'd say that they're they're the type that make most people like the majority of people, except for some people with like some very specific case, which is a little uncomfortable. All right, so except, uh, except he's really old and probably from a more puritanical age, so it'd be like ankles, volume six. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, so you pick a couple of books, and the, the professor, do you want to have him like float down the street with you, or do you want to like put him in a bag, or what? Uh, professor, which would you prefer? I don't like all oh, people staring at me. So while while we're in public, I wouldn't mind like being in a pocket or a bag or something. As long as I could, you know, float out when I need to. I got this big messenger bag I could put you in, and then I could put this little book and open. I could open up and for you and kind of wrap it around you so you could look at it while you're hanging out. Yeah, I mean that's worth a shot. We can we can uh, attune or you know fiddle with things as needed. Okie dokie. It's like Baby Bjorn for the orb. Lugged <laughs> 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 around reading his orb. He also picked out some like some uh, study books uh, to like try to get begin to get up to speed with these uh, thousands and thousands of years in between. <laughs> the years 500 to 2000 for dummies. Mm-hmm. And it said previously, like dated the um, um, temple, but I did that off the top of my head and I don't remember what it is. So we'll just pretend that it's, I, I know that. Mm-hmm. I've said it again. <laughs> the world and how we got here. <laughs> All right. That way you don't need years. <laughs> All right, so you guys uh, do some shopping, get your things identified. Um, we'll wrap it up. Is there anything you guys want to do really quick tonight? And then the beginning next game, we can uh, start 
exploring and looking for uh starting to try to track down people who were on these expeditions rob the town bank uh, <laughs> i think we've uh <laughs> run into a already got banished from one place <laughs> so are we are we basically gonna end uh like at an end like going to sleep at an end for the night or yeah. something okay uh just the last thing i would like to do is go and i would like to knock on die's door okay I um, open, die. open the door. Yeah, yes. Hi. Oh, hi. Um, well, I had snuck on my own door, and Professor Dr. G said he was busy reading, so I didn't go in. Um, should I just get another room, or what do you think? Oh, goodness. I, <laughs> I, I have no answer to that question. <laughs> why don't you why don't you ask Dr. Professor G how long he'll be and maybe grab another drink and then Hopefully it won't be that long. Okay, like 15 minutes, I think. Probably. I mean he he's been he's been buried for six thousand years. I think five and you should be good. But um you want to get a drink? Uh yeah, sure, why not? Okay, I'll join them for a drink as well. That nice. comes out, and then you see Zuko. Fine, I was drinking already, and they joined me. <laughs> Zuko pulls a ball out of his bag, and he throws it at the door he knows Hardy's in. <laughs> Behind. So you just hear, bunk. <laughs> he's going to run over, and he's going to pick it up and knock on the door three times. Yeah. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> We're all gonna go have another drink because the professor said he wanted privacy. Do you want to come with? Absolutely. Awesome. First round's on me. All right. Even better. All right. All right. Is there anything you guys want to talk about when you drink, or is it or I just can fade up on image of the form? Yeah, that cuts to the cuts to the sitcom image of us at a, like a booth. Yes, exactly. <laughs> You're at a booth. There's a bard playing in the background. People are walking back and forth behind you two and from a bar. A nice waiter comes by and drops off a second round of drink. Says it fades into darkness and the credits start to scroll. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Not such for the day. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, fun. guys. Thank you. Thanks for the shenanigans, Connor. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Yes. Uh, I'll, I'll re- we'll aim to keep the chaos like under 200%. We'll like, <laughs> to like one, 125. <laughs>